Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 65, When Old Comforts No Longer Comfort. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome back to the Changeable Podcast. Today, I want to talk about what it's like, what happens when you begin to grow and change and things look really different to you than they used to. And part of what comes along with that change is that the things that used to um, feel like comfort, so maybe they're things like habits, things you turned to, food, drinking, work, whatever you turn to, TV, even Netflix, all kinds of stuff, right? That we, big and little, healthy and unhealthy, that we sort of turn to and that feel kind of like comfort to us, often start to not feel so comfortable anymore as we begin to change and see things differently. And it's not just habits and things like that, um, but also even just ways of viewing ourselves, like identities, you might say. So a way of thinking of yourself and who you are and what your life is about and how things are likely to go for you and all of that. Those are just habits too. They're just habits of thought. And those begin to not feel so comfortable or familiar or make any sense at all (laughs) once you start really seeing, wow, I'm not any of that stuff. You know, those those little creature comforts, you might call them, or those habits, they aren't providing me a sense of anything that I actually need from them, that I could actually even get from them. They aren't giving me anything. I'm I'm feeling, if anything, there's a conditioned reaction going on there such that when I reach for those things, my mind settles down and I feel me. Now, even just seeing that, oh, what I'm actually feeling that looks like relief or relaxation or peace or whatever cannot come from the cigarette. It cannot come from the wine. It cannot come from the Netflix. It can't come from any of that. It's actually just my mind sort of letting go and me joining back up with me. Well, that's enough. (laughs) That's pretty big, really. And that begins to kind of shift and change things and open it up such that next time you reach for the Netflix, which you will just out of habit, most likely, or you reach for the cigarette or the wine or whatever, you've seen it in a new way. Like you're onto it. You've seen it in a new way. And some somewhere within you, you know that your feelings aren't coming from that thing and it starts to really change your relationship with that thing or that behavior. And again, it's the exact same when that thing is an identity or a way of thinking about yourself or your life. So you may have gone through life identifying yourself as um, a high performer or a laid back person or an extrovert or, you know, the, the, committee organizer, the one who always is the organizer of all the committees, whatever. And sure, those are those are descriptive of actions you've done in the past. But but as soon as you begin to see, oh, that's not me at all, like not even a little bit, that's just 
those are just the actions I've taken, the behaviors I've taken from the habitual thinking that's shown up within me that looked to be real and true and personal. And, and anything can, can show up in any moment and I can take any actions in any moment. So none of that stuff really has anything to do with me. It's not any kind of true identity at all. Now you still might organize the committees. <laughs> you still might act in an extroverted way or um, be an overachiever or a high performer or whatever whatever your identity has been. You you may behave in ways that are consistent with that. But as you begin to see through that, meaning you see, oh, this is just me reacting to habitual thought in the moment. This has nothing to do with who I am. Well, it can't not start to feel a little different. It just can't. You've you've seen it in a whole new, much deeper, behind the scenes, behind the curtain kind of way. And so, again, you might still do those things, but the the familiarity and the the comfort in the label of that and the identity or the the meanness in it, you know, the part where it really feels like you and it means something and and it gives you some kind of value or validation or whatever your mind tells you it gives you, that part starts to fall away pretty quickly. So, all I'm describing here is how change happens, right? Like what happens as we begin to see things in a really different way and and how our old ways of seeing things kind of begin to crumble a little. And often what happens in that process is that, now not always, I just said often. So don't, don't carry this around and expect it to happen or anything like that. Just kind of hold this very loosely and and just know that sometimes it goes this way for people in moments in time. Um, Sometimes, often, what will happen is that as the old habits and the old ways of comforting and the old identities and things are, are looking like illusions or looking far less personal and real than they used to, people sometimes find themselves in this little bit of an in-between where they don't find the comfort in the old stuff, but they're not reaching for anything new for comfort because they've seen that comfort doesn't come from anything out there. <laughs> and and yet in that, there's still human beings. And so there's still stuff that shows up. You know, they may still have uncomfortable feelings at times and their brain is still telling them that they really want that wine and Netflix or, you know, to work all night or whatever their habit may be. Like Like the machinery is still going there and they're still feeling some level of discomfort, but it's like they can't, scratch that itch in the same way that they used to. And so that can kind of be a little awkward sometimes. I don't know. Is awkward the right word? It's can be, it can be anything. It can be anything, right? Sometimes it's really uncomfortable for people. Sometimes it's a little bit, for me, I remember as my binge eating habit was, was clearly out the door, but my brain was still going there often. It's just that I wasn't following it. My body wasn't going through the motions, but my mind was still going there. I knew better. I knew that eating wasn't bringing me any real comfort, um, but my mind still tried to tell me that it was. <laughs> so it would still look like an attractive thing. It was such a strange place to be. It, you know, it's like someone, someone you're intimately familiar with 
just whispering in your ear over and over again, oh, you'll love it. Do it. It's great. This is what you do. That'll make you feel better. And and right next to that, you knowing full well, no, that's not true. So it's really interesting. It's a really, it's a really fascinating place to be. And and I've seen a lot of people there. And this came up within the school um, a while back. And so that's what what kind of spurred this conversation about it. But it's not uncommon. And on the identity side of things, it's not uncommon there too. So again, we we don't we realize that our identity is not so fixed and all these things we thought were us really aren't and that we we can be anything or we are we are beyond all of those labels. And really what that starts to do for the most part is open up a huge freedom and peace and expansiveness within people. And again, at the same time, we're human beings and we feel stuff. And there will be times when when your mind is just wanting to cling to who you thought you were or times of uncertainty when your mind is still goes back to this is, this is how it goes and this is how it's going to go and this is your life and this is your future. Yet you now know full well that that's not possible, <laughs> that that's not true. So it's interesting interesting, awkward, I don't know, sometimes a little uh, unsettling, um, sometimes terrifying, I'm sure. It wasn't for me, but it it can be quite terrifying at times. It can be anything, right? And that doesn't matter because that's all moving and changing too. But it feels worth calling out because I I know a lot of people go through this. And, And the last thing that I would want the last thing I want for you is for you to begin to open up and see a new way of seeing life that is full of freedom and hope and feel so much more like home. And for that to be sprinkled with moments of terror and feeling like you don't know who you are and you're losing your footing and for you to tell a story about those moments. So for you to say, oh, Okay, I got I just forget this. I'm going to go back to how I thought life was because it feels better there. Or for you to feel those moments of not knowing who you are and what's what and what's going on and say, oh, okay, this isn't for me, you know, or to cling to some other, this is what happens a lot as well, to find some other alternate identity or set of behaviors to cling to because you've seen through it when it comes to wine and Netflix or when it comes to you being the relaxed one or whatever your identity was, you've seen that. So that no longer sticks, but maybe you can grab another one. <laughs> like maybe, maybe this will be my new thing or that'll be my new identity. And that doesn't work either. And it doesn't, it doesn't help, you know? So, so the whole point in discussing this is just to see that, okay, that's, this is, this is a common part of the journey. And I, I'm making this up. I don't know what, what it means in any real sense. But what I think I've experienced myself and, and seen in many, many people is that if we can hang out in that unsettled space and that kind of purgatory sort of in-between feeling, the old stuff doesn't cut it, but there's nothing, you're not exactly comfortable in the new, in the newness yet. If we can hang out in that and just see that that too is just us having experience in the moment without telling stories about it, without jumping ship, without drawing any major conclusions, just hanging out in experience 
in the moment, knowing that it's safe, knowing that it isn't us, knowing that it's all okay, that on the other side of that terror or uh, disillusionment or unsettledness is something really awesome. So that's kind of where we we sort of, I'm so careful about the language, but people describe it as like, oh, I just went through this period of like, I didn't know what was what. But on the other side of that is when I really felt like I stepped into this deeper understanding, like I could embrace this, really embrace and just live in this new way of seeing things. So that is definitely a generalization. I can't say recording this in my office right now that that's going to happen for you or that that's where you are or anything like that. But it makes sense, and I've seen it many, many times. And really what it comes down to, again, is it's seeing like, wow, we just feel experience moment to moment to moment in life. And then we tell stories about it. So in this case, it's the stories that, oh, this is wrong, or it means something, or I can't hack it, or maybe I don't need to see life in this big way. I'll go back to my my comfy little small way of seeing life. Like whatever stories and explanations and interpretations come up to explain that experience are just that. They're just more thinking. They're just more stories and explanations and interpretations. So if we can just hang out in anything, wow, <laughs> then it moves through us. Then we see what's really there and, and we get an opportunity to see what's, what's really shifting for us. You know, our brain doesn't like change. And I think this is exactly why so many people out in the world are saying that change is super hard. And they wonder if change can even happen, if, it even, if it's even possible and all of that, um, is because they're, they're trying to change via the brain, you know, and, and it is very, very hard that way. But change is always happening. So, so I say, you know, I bring this up in this context that our brain doesn't like change and it can be hard to just, again, explain why our brain feels like, why our mind feels like it's scrambling so much to grab onto the next comfort or the next solid identity or whatever. Like why it's sometimes so hard to be in that place of the unknown, even though we're always in the unknown. You can't, no one's ever in the known. We're always in the unknown. But but when we realize that, when we kind of see, oh crap, I don't know what's coming, it freaks us out a little bit because our mind just wants that bit of certainty because whatever is certain and predictable seems like it's a little safer, right? It's just evolutionary. Like it just, it just seems like it's going to up our, our chances of survival. So, so your brain is what, your mind is what is a little uneasy with this, but you aren't. And I always want to make that distinction. I think it's so huge. You're okay with it. Change is easy for you. You're always changing. You can't stop it. You can't hold it back. It's just that your mind doesn't like it. Your brain, your brain's going to throw up a fuss a little bit. Think about how many times in your life you've been through what I'm talking about here, where you're kind of stretching. That's, the, that's how they might talk about it in like self-help, right? You have to, or like personal development, that you, you're stretching. You, you have a little comfort zone. We all do. Our minds have very very defined comfort zones. And we can absolutely go outside of those. 
but there's a lot of momentum just, just by the machinery to keep us in them. So whatever, we see the momentum, we're going to do it anyway, because you're going to suffer and die. Why not? So you stretch and you do new things and you put yourself out there and you open yourself to all kinds of thoughts and feelings that you didn't even realize you were hiding from in your smaller, more cozy life. And, you know, (laughs) geez, I mean, you stretch, like it is not comfortable. I've gone through this so many times. I'm going through it all the time. I see like my coaches that I'm mentoring. I mean, they are stretching like crazy. Like they are putting themselves out there to do something that they don't really know how to do that well yet, that they know this is this is anyone, right, who who is trying to get better at something or trying something new. You do the thing. In their case, it's coaching. Um, you, you're new at it. You're not supposed to be good out of the bat. Like that, that would be weird. Who's good out of the gate? at anything, really. I mean, on rare occasions, right? But it makes perfect sense that you kind of suck at it at first, but you keep doing it and you get feedback and you keep doing it. And in their case, I'm listening to their coaching sessions and and I can just so understand, you know, it's like, oh my, there's so much stuff coming up, so much so much vulnerability of like doing something that you don't know that you're that good at, letting someone else listen to it and give you feedback. On the one hand, I mean, you know, another way of seeing it is like, oh, well, no kidding. This is just how you learn anything. Why would it look personal? Why would it look like it matters? But on the human being hand (laughs) that we all recognize and understand, yeah, that's hard. It's hard. All kinds of stuff is coming, coming up when we move outside of the cozy little confines of of who our mind says we are and what our mind says we're okay doing. But we do it. That's how we grow in life, you know? And this is absolutely no different. And we never look back and say, oh, that wasn't worth, you know, I felt a little a little embarrassed or a little uncertain. Like if you end up gaining the skill or even if you don't, just just the just the feeling of being alive and trying new things and learning tends to far overpower the the discomfort that comes up, especially when you look back on it, maybe not in the moment, but especially when you look back on it, you know? And so I just want to make sure we know that this, what we're talking about here is no different than anything else in life. And it's, and it's nothing that you are a stranger to at all. Every single time as a little kid, you walked into a brand new classroom, you were doing it. You felt something maybe not all of you all the time, but a lot of kids do, right? Every time you started a new job, every time the phone rings and you don't know who's on the other end and, you know, your mind is telling stories about like all the time this happens and we just feel the stuff that comes up because it's just experience coming up and then we break through to the other side of it and everything's okay. And this is absolutely no different from that. So, don't tell the stories about it. That's all. We don't have to interpret it. We don't have to tell stories. The only thing that's ever happening in life is that we're feeling experience and it's moving through us. And in terms of how to navigate this, I want to want to end by sharing um, a quote that was sent to me that I love so much. I often use this metaphor of um, when you're trying something new and you feel totally 
totally pulled or not even just trying something new, but stepping into something new, a bigger way of seeing things or trying something new in your life. And you feel so pulled by the energy of it. Like there's something in you that knows it's right and knows that you're doing it. And yet your mind is throwing a complete fit and insisting that you go back to bed, (laughs) that you just stay where you're comfortable and where life is familiar. And you have both of those, which is exactly what we're talking about here, right? You have both of those going in full force at the exact same time. I always get this image of being on a boat that's like pulling away from shore and it's pulling away kind of slowly and shore is what you know. And out at sea is not at all what you know. And it's like, Everything in you wants to jump off the boat and swim back to shore, but you notice, like bigger you, beyond that experience of all the fear and the what if and all of that, you notice sometimes, oh, I'm still sitting on the boat. I haven't jumped, you know, and something something in this direction, terrifying as it is, still feels right. So an uh, amazing uh, community member in our school sent me this quote. It says, one doesn't discover new lands without consenting to lose sight of the shore for a very long time. And that's, that's it. You know, we leap into something and we lose sight of the shore. And then we feel all kinds of totally safe stuff. And the less we make meaning of it, the better. And then we discover what's next. Has your life been positively impacted by this understanding and you want to help others experience the same? If you'd love to help people end habits and addiction, find freedom from anxiety and open to this incredible way of seeing life, I can teach you how in the Change Coach Training and Certification Program. Check out all the details at dramiejohnson.com slash coach training. If you enjoy this podcast, would you mind leaving a quick review? Reviews are the highest thank you you can give, and they go such a long way in helping more people discover the hope and freedom in this new paradigm. See you next week.